Today is Monday, June 28th. The title for our devotional is The Soul. Remember, this campaign we're talking about spiritual formation and what it looks like for us to be fully formed and grow more into the image of Christ. And we're taking our cue primarily from Jesus' words in Mark 12, starting here in verse 29 where he's asked what is the greatest commandment. He answered, The most important is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. So this week we're moving on to the soul. Last week we talked about what it looks like to love the Lord with all of our heart. So this week what does it look like to love God with all of our soul? We must begin by first defining what we mean by soul. And this gets a bit tricky because our concept of the soul today comes more from Greek philosophy than Hebrew philosophy. The quote ghost in the machine idea is not what the biblical authors have in mind when they refer to the soul. The video below kind of describes this in more detail than I'm going to go into here and how the Hebrews thought about the soul. So I won't repeat the same content here, so be sure to navigate over to the devotional page and watch that video. By the time we come to the New Testament in the first century, uh, Greek culture, there is a sense of the soul being that which exists into eternity, as Matthew 10:28 illustrates, where Jesus says, Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Yet, it is used more broadly than that. It most often refers simply to life. It is often used to describe the whole person as well. So, it's a very diverse term in which the context must dictate precisely how it's being used in each instance. Dallas Willard defines the soul as, quote, the dimension of the person that interrelates all the other dimensions so that they form one life. He goes on, it is the deepest level of life and power in the human being or the whole person. He gives two examples of how it functions for us to help clarify what it is. First, it's like a computer, he says, that runs quietly in the background, running everything without us being aware of it. We only notice it when it's out of whack or malfunctions. Second, it's like an inner stream of water which gives strength, direction, and harmony to every other element of our life. So it's because the soul is so interconnected to the other parts of who we are, it is thought of as the most fundamental aspect of our personhood. That's why, as in Acts 2, 41 and 43, it's often used simply to describe the whole person. It can be used as just a synonym for a person or an individual. That being the case, the challenge for us is to move out of our understanding of the soul, being that ghost in the machine idea from popular movies that we've seen. The images I get in my head are from the movie Soul, uh, where the, the cute little blue guys, you know, have this, uh, when the guy dies, this cute little blue guy comes out, and that's his soul. Or like the Avengers, where uh, the timekeeper lady, you know, hits the Hulk in the chest and then he has this out-of-body experience and it's just this like gray shadowy figure is him and that's his soul. So we need to try to get those concepts out of our mind and think about how the biblical authors thought about the soul. For them it largely just referred to life, both physical and non-physical life, uh, and do our best to understand what that means. And I think Dallas Willard's definition gets at it pretty well. So let's try to think of it like that. 
For additional content, I've linked you to the Bible Project video on the Nefesh, which is the soul. Um, you can navigate over there and give that a watch, as I've already mentioned. I've also linked you to the Bible Project's podcast. So if you prefer to listen to it, they did, I think, four sessions on this, and I linked you to episode one. You can give that a listen as well to get a better understanding of what the Hebrews meant when they talked about the soul. For reflection today, just try to wrap your mind around this idea of the soul being that which integrates all the parts of our human person to form one life. It's a big concept, and it, it's going to take a lot of mental energy for us to move away from all of our preconceived cultural notions of the soul and the ghost and the machine idea um, and to grasp what the biblical authors mean by the soul. Uh, again, it's, it's that which makes us alive, whatever that is. Uh, but let's do our best to understand exactly what the biblical authors are talking about here. And as we continue on this week, I think we'll have a better grasp of what we mean by the soul as we walk day by day through the devotional here.